welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. Glory to Jesus. Victory belongs to the Lord. Victory belongs to our God. The scriptures say in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the Bible says, verse 57 and 58 says, Thanks be to God who, 57, thanks be to God who, who gives us the victory through Christ Jesus. We have the victory. Thanks be to God. He actually gives it to us. So you don't have to see it with you. It's going to be given to you. When you get to where you the battle is, God will hand you the victory. Sometimes you need those battles in order to see the victory God can give. He said to the Israelites at the brink, just before they crossed the Red Sea, as I mentioned yesterday, he said to them that stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you. He will show you, which he will show you today. So it is God's salvation, which he is going to show you. And it becomes your victory. Hallelujah. He said, stand still. You are fretting. You are worrying. But stand still. Be still in Psalm 40. And know that I am God. He said, be still and know that I am God. 40 verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. It is worth keeping your 46 is well keeping your cool and depending on God. Stop trying God. Start trusting God. Stop trying God. I'm trying if this will work. Maybe no. We trust God and we know he will do it. Job said, even though he slays me, I will trust him. Trust God. Don't try God. Trust God. Don't try to see if it is going to work. Just trust him and know. Once you trust him, the outcome is in his hands. He gives us the victory. He gives it to us. We don't get it. He gives it to us. That is why in Romans chapter 8, he says that never the, the, said in all these things, yea, verse 37, yea, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Christ, who to, through him that loved us. We are more than conquerors through him. As long as we abide in him, as long as we stay in him, we got the victory. That is why he said, thanks be to God who gives us the victory in Christ Jesus. We have to be in him. It comes through him. Thanks be to the Lord who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus. It comes through him. He said, we are more than conquerors through uh, through uh, through him who loved, that loved us. And so our victory is in God. Listen, as long as you stay in God, as long as you are in God, your victory is, uh, is guaranteed, is guaranteed. I'm talking about guaranteed victory. Guaranteed victory. 
as long as you stay in God, as long as you abide in Him, once you abide in Him, you should know that the victory is sure. This evening, we have come to another opportunity to tap into God, to tap into some victories that only God can give. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Feel like giving God some praise here. Feel like giving him some glory. Glory. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. It's another opportunity for God to throw his weight about in your situation. It's another opportunity to, for God to throw his weight about in your life. It's another opportunity for God to show his goodness, to show his kindness. I see it happening. I see it happening. Oh, I feel like preaching. I know the power of God is already here. God is changing situations. God has started moving. He's doing something on your behalf. He's moving. Bible says in the beginning that God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the Lord and the, the spirit of the Lord hoovers upon the face of the waters. I see the spirit of the Lord is hovering. is hovering upon this meeting, upon that problem, upon that darkness. The spirit of the Lord is hovering, waiting for the word of God to come and when you release your faith, he begins to act for you. God is acting on your behalf. God is stepping in on... Oh! Somebody, why don't you give him some praise? Why don't you give him some praise for his glory, for his power, for his for his goodness? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, he says that thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph. We are triumphant. It's God who makes it happen. We can't say it is because we are that smart, we are that good. But God, he causes us to triumph. God causes us to triumph in Christ in Christ. And guess what? Makes manifest the, the nice smell. If you want to know how the, uh, it's how good it is to know God, He uses our victory to tell people, see how good it smells? Makes manifest the savor of His knowledge by us in every place. Everywhere we go, the victory, the triumphs He gives us, mm -hmm. is, is He's using that to let people know how good it is. It smells so good. We smell so good because of our knowledge of God. In the realm of the Spirit, our testimonies, your, your triumphs, your breakthroughs are a reflection of how good it is to know God. Praise mm -hmm. God. Psalm 126. He says mm -hmm. that when the Lord turned our captivity, hey. we were like them that dream. Then, uh, oh, that we, it was like a dream. I believe that somebody is about to step into what looks mm -hmm. like a dream for you. Amen. Somebody Amen. is about to step into that season where what is happening to you, you are wondering, is this me? Someone wake me up. Am I hey, dreaming? Hey, hey, dreaming? Hey. Is this me? I'm talking about you. I'm talking about I you. It's coming. It's coming. We are in a season of supernatural surprises. We are in a season of supernatural surprises by the favor of God. By the favor of God. You are about to say, is this a dream? 
Is this a dream? Is this me? Someone wake me up. Someone wake me up if I'm asleep. It, 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 it will be like a dream, but it will be real. It happened to Peter. We read it in our Bible today in Acts chapter 12. Bible says the angel, he was in the prison. The angel smote him, touched him. He said, wake up. And the chains fell by itself. They got to the first door. The, the iron gates fell open by themselves. He said, quickly arise, let's go. The chains fell off. They didn't need key to open the chain. The instruction, his deliverance, the victory God was giving him commanded chains to open by themselves. Mm. He says that the chains fell off his hands. And verse 8, he says that, and then the angel said, Come on, put on something, put on your, tie your sandals. And he said, uh, and he did so. And the angel said, Put it, wear something. Let's look at the next verse. And then when they got to the metal gate, so they went out, he went out and he followed him and did, and did not know that. Watch the what was done by the angel was real. He thought he was seeing a vision. <laughs> Peter thought he was seeing a vision. When God begins to do it, sometimes the thing is too powerful. It doesn't look like, is this for real? Is this happening to me for real? I have a feeling God is about to move us, move people on this platform into yes. that realm. You are yes. about to move into that realm where you are going to ask, is this for real? Is this for real? Is this for real? It looks like I'm dreaming. He said, when the Lord turned again our captivity, we were like them that dream. Then our mouths were filled with laughter. And our tongues with singing. You can't stop singing. You can't stop laughing. There are certain laughter you didn't start it. God started it. God, Sarah said in Genesis chapter 21, the Lord has made me to laugh. Verse 5 and 6. Genesis 21. He said, the Lord has made me, me to laugh. Genesis 21, verse 5 and 6. Somewhere there. He says that, uh, then Sarah said, God has made me to laugh. Mm. Look at the Amplified Version. Look at the amplifier. It's God has the amplifier. It says that the Lord has made me to laugh. Uh, um, NIV. It's one of them said God has brought. You see, God has brought me laughter. He went and got it for himself. God got it. It's like he went to the shop, bought the laughter. He said, "Here, open your mouth." He put it in him. <laughs> Sarah said, "God has brought me laughter, and everyone who hears." about this will laugh with me Amen. i'm telling you everyone you see when god is time for god to honor you hmm. oh thank you jesus thank when you. it's time for god to honor you god will deliver you from your shame and honor you Amen. Amen. when it's time for god to honor you when it's time for him to honor you he doesn't do it privately and secretly he does it openly Openly, he rewards openly for all eyes to see that God has done. So when God did it for Sarah, Sarah said, those who see it will laugh with me. When God turned our captivity, according to Psalm 126, he says that God turned our captivity and it was like dream. We were like them that dream. Our mouths were filled with laughter. Then I said, our mouths were filled with laughter. Then said they, and tongue with singing. Then those who are not part of church, they said, the Lord has done... <laughs> The Lord has done great things for them. They will see it. I'm telling you. Those yeah. who have been laughing at your praying, laughing at your coming on the Zoom, you watch it. They will see it. They say, oh, wow, the thing works. The yeah. thing works. The thing works. It is working for you. Someone shout, it is working for me. It is, it is working, working for, for me. me. It is going to work for
for you. And I'm telling you, God is about to bring surprises. I have a feeling that today we have entered the realm of divine surprises, supernatural surprises, divine surprises. Receive divine surprises. Receive your portion. Receive your portion. Receive your portion. Divine surprises. Receive your portion. Receive your portion. Receive your portion. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. Receive your portion. Amen. Divine surprises. When you are in Christ, there are sevenfold blessings that come to you if you do your things well. According to Revelation chapter 5, verse uh, 9. Verse, verse 9, and we look at verse 12. Look at verse 9. Verse 9 says that they sang a new song saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open the seal. For you were slain and have watched this, have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe, every tongue, every people, and every nation. So it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter your race. You qualify once you are redeemed. Mm. You didn't redeem us and in church gave us status based on uh, your, our importance, based on your status, your age, your class, your race, your gender and all those things are bolderdash, are rubbish. They are all, let me tell you, they are all rubbish when it comes to the blessings of God. Your race is rubbish. Your uh, status is rubbish. Your gender is rubbish. What do I mean by it's rubbish? They don't count. They don't matter. He says, for the same Lord is rich unto all. Mm. There's neither Greek nor Jew the same Lord. He says that I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God Romans 1 16 unto salvation to, to, to everyone who believes the Jew first and the Greek so whether you are Jew or Greek it is the power. It is the same power the same Lord is rich unto all. So he delivered us from every nation, every tribe every, uh, every people, every tongue Tongue is your language. Tribe is your clan, your community, where you come, where people you actually were born into. Tongue is the language. People is is your uh, your race, your your race, your kind of people, your grouping. The nations is your nationality. It does not matter anymore. It does not matter anymore. God does not use passports. He doesn't need your passports. He doesn't need your passport to determine your blessing. And look at what he has, he, has, he has brought us into. Look at verse 12. Verse 12 of Revelation chapter 5. Verse 12, it says that, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessings. Sevenfold blessings. Sevenfold blessing he has brought us into. He's worthy to receive what he has brought us into. Worthy. So when you are in Christ, this our Christ is the Christ who has who who has power. He has mm -hmm. riches. He has wisdom. If you are in school, the wisdom of Christ will make you excel. He has wisdom. He has strength. You won't be weak. He has honor. He has glory. He has blessed. If you are in Christ, these are the things that are bound to manifest in your life. 
they are bound to mind because you are in Christ. He gives us the victory through Christ Jesus. If you are in him, these things will manifest in your life. I don't know who is receiving this thing, but I know whoever receives and makes it by faith, you will walk in these things. You will walk in them as the scriptures have said. You shall walk in them. So shall it be. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Well, I have good news for you. I have good news for you. You are about to step into a, a realm of miracles that look like dreams. You are about Amen. to step into your season of what looks like you are dreaming. Am I dreaming? Is it for real? But is, is it interesting, the scripture we read today, Peter thought he was seeing a vision. He thought this one, this is not real. He thought he was, he was, he was seeing a vision. How does the uh, NIV put it? He thought he was seeing a, he thought he was seeing a vision. He didn't know that this thing was real. He couldn't believe it. But he had no idea that what the angel was doing was really happening. I'm telling you, that kind of story is coming your way. It will re- it's really be happening. Then then the heathen, those who are not in church, the unbelievers, and those who don't take church serious, those who don't care about the way you are fasting, you are praying, they don't care, I can't be bothered, I can't be bothered. Then they will see, they will see and say that the Lord has done great things for them, not for us, for them. It's outside, it's, it's, it's for us inside. Those outside will see and they'll say, oh wow, oh wow, it has happened for them. Oh wow, oh wow. They will say wow to you. They will say wow to you. They will say, those who used to ask you, who are you? They will start asking you, how are you? I see God doing something new in your life. He said, yo, I shall do something new. God is doing something new in your life. Well, brothers and sisters, I feel so fired up because I feel there are so many strange breakthroughs that God is releasing on this platform from tonight strange breakthroughs strange breakthroughs strange breakthroughs god is releasing strange breakthroughs on this platform for you today day number nine strange breakthroughs god is releasing in jesus name hallelujah well today we thank god for all that he has done and he's doing and um yesterday i started talking about um prayer calling on the name of the Lord. But before I pick it from there, in Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10, he said, Fear not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. 2021, I will strengthen thee, says the Lord. He said, For I will strengthen thee. I will help thee. I will, yea, I will, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. He said, Fear not, I am with you. Fear not, I'm with you. The, the psalmist said, I'm young. I've been young and now I'm old. Never have I seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg for bread. You will not be forsaken. You will not be forsaken. Let men forsake you. In Psalm 127 verse 10, I think so, he says that even if my mother and my father forsake me, the Lord will pick me up. Mm-hmm. Even if my mother and my father forsake me, the Lord will pick me up. He will absolutely mm-hmm. uphold me. If that means that if the closest in your life f- forsake you because they don't like you or because of your God, God himself will pick you up. He said, when my mother, my father and mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. The Lord will take me up. He said, fear not for I am with you. Fear not for I am with you. I am announcing to somebody 
that God is with you. God is with you. Amen. God is with you. Look at Isaiah chapter 2 verse 1. The word of the Lord came. It says that the word, uh, the word that Isaiah, the son, the son of Amos, saw concerning Judah. The word. He saw the word. As I'm speaking, see the word. See it. See it with your eye of faith. Don't walk by sight. Walk by faith. Faith sees. Faith sees. Bible says that by faith, Moses, he forsook Egypt and did not fear the king. Fear the king. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 26 and 27. He did not fear the wrath of the king. He forsook Egypt. And then Bible says that um, um, uh, uh, he, and he, for he endured as seen whom who is invisible he was seeing something what you see is what what strengthens you to go through what you are going through because you see ahead your glory your future is glorious jesus christ said bible says jesus christ wrote hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross he was seeing the joy ahead he was seeing and i want you to know don't be afraid continue trusting god you might be in a very rough season you might be in a very frustrating season very discouraging season when i whenever i'm afraid don't forget this scripture I will trust in you. Psalm 56 verse 3. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. When everything seems down, keep your trust in God. As I said earlier mm -hmm. on, stop trying God and start trusting God. Stop trying. Okay, they said it works. Okay, let me go and see. When he, when he say, I also say amen and see. That's why you are not seeing it. Trust God. Try. The lady says, when pastors declared, he was praying, he was praying. And then he stopped. Normally, I wouldn't even pray about flu. But you know, flu kills people. Yeah. Last week, I heard about somebody who was killed by flu. Flu kills people. It's even more, it can be very dangerous than the virus, uh, corona. Flu. It's a very dangerous thing. But thank God there's jab, so it keeps it. And she, she, she said, Pastor declared that I, I, I flu being healed. We healed of the flu. Healed of, and she said she knew that this must be my. And she jumped for it, screamed. She didn't hear any other thing I was saying because she had just caught what she she wanted she screamed amen then she called her mommy said you are healed pastor said you are you see you see how faith works she trusted god that god would do what has been said god would do it our god is faithful our god is too faithful to fail he will do it god is not a man that he should lie Numbers chapter 23 verse 19 god is not a man that he should lie neither is he the son of man that he should repent repent that means to change his mind has he said and shall he not do it uh, uh, shall he not do has he spoken and shall he not make it good has he said uh, that he should lie that he should be, has he said and shall he not do it or has he spoken and shall he not make it good what has he said which he won't do what has he said so you have to see the word when the word is spoken see it see the word see the word see the word last last month i was on a radio program in ghana and i said something that it does not it's not the pro there's a difference between the process of time and the time of life when god told abraham and sarah told abraham according to the time of life genesis chapter uh, chapter 18 verse 14 according to the time of life sarah shall i return and sarah shall conceive it's not the process of time as time goes on no when 
prophecy is coming to you, it defies process of time and it brings the time of life because life is when it's time, the appropriate time for action. So he says that, and uh, uh, is this is there is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I'll return unto thee. According according to the time of life, did you see that somebody say time of life? Time, time of life. According to the time of life. According to the time of life, it says that according to the time of life, and Sarah shall conceive a son. It's not in the process of time. As time goes, or maybe it will happen. Let's see us. Let's let's give it some time. No, it doesn't take time. It takes God. It takes God. What you are going through requires God. And if it takes God, then all you need is faith. Mm -hmm. If what it takes is God, then all you need, as Bishop David Oedipo, Papa said, if all you need is God, then uh, if what you need is God, then all it takes is faith. All it takes is faith. And faith sees. Faith sees the invisible. Sees what is invisible according to Hebrews chapter 11. Faith sees what is invisible. That's why we, we walk by faith and not by sight. We see what is invisible in 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter, uh, uh, chapter 4, verse 17. It talks about how, uh, uh, for our, verse 18 actually, verse 18 say, talks about how, for whilst we look not, for while we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. You are supposed to look at the things that are not seen. How can you look at the things that are not seen? The word of God. Isaiah, he says, the word of the Lord, which Isaiah saw. So you have to begin to see when the word of God, when God speaks, he speaks in pictures. Oh, I'm talking to somebody. The Lord speaks in pictures and you have to see past the natural. See what the word of God is saying and live by it and live according to it. Put your faith, put your trust, put your confidence in what God has said. What the word of God says and the word of the Lord came to you. Came to Isaiah. God's word will always come to you. God's word, I am speaking the word of God to somebody. Receive it. God said as you tell you, don't be afraid. For Don't be dismayed for he is with you. For God said I am with you. Even in this lockdown, I am with you. It feels feels lonely but i am with you it feels frustrating but i am with you it feels difficult but i am with you i don't know who i'm talking to but i believe god gave me a word particularly for somebody there is somebody there is somebody there is somebody i was about to continue talking about faith but there's somebody your situation has provoked god for me to say some of these things to prophesy to you i'm prophesying that god is with you god is with you Amen. he said i will help you i will help you i will help you i will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness God said he himself he will uphold you he will uphold you I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness for I am with you don't be afraid don't be afraid maybe today you heard some news maybe this week you've heard some news that is very devastating for you that's very frustrating and it makes things very difficult for you but I want you to know don't be afraid your future is already secured in God. He's already secured. He's settled. How do I get into it, Pastor? Trust God and then commit to prayer. Learn how to call upon the name of the Lord. That's one of the reasons why we are on this platform. We hear from God and we call on Him. We come to hear from Him and we come to call on Him. We're going to pray again. But Jesus put so much premium on prayer. People were always calling on the name of the Lord. Moses called on the name of the Lord. Abraham called on the name of the Lord. 
Isaac called on the name of the Lord. Jacob called on the name of the Lord. The children of Israel called on the name of the Lord. Aaron called on the name of the Lord. Samuel called on the name of the Lord. Elijah called on the name of the Lord. Asa, the musician, called on the name of the Lord. Isaiah called on the name of the Lord. God encourages us to call on his name because he has committed himself to to those he said he is near Isaiah 55 verse 6 he is near to all those who call on his name oh we said call call him whilst he is near and in is some 1 some 145 uh he called while he is near but some 145 verse 18 said he is near to all those who call on his name he has committed himself to be there he said call on me in Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 he says that call up me and I'll show you call on me and I'll answer Call to me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things which you you, did, you do, do not know. Things you don't have an idea about. Some people who are in your life but are the cause of your sorrow. You don't know. You don't know. Some things you are being eaten by is the cause of your weaknesses. You don't know. So call upon me. Some you see Some information that needs to get to you to change your story hasn't gotten to you but as you call on god's name god has a way of navigating your path to come into contact with life transforming information he said call on me on me and i'll show you god enjoins us to call on on his name jesus when he came he was always a prayer warrior jesus prayed watch this jesus prayed early in the morning mark chapter 1 verse 35 he prayed early in the morning. Jesus prayed at night. Mark, uh, Luke chapter 6 verse 12. He prayed at night. He prayed all, the Bible said he prayed all night. Now it came to pass that he went out of the mountain to pray and continued all night. That's where all night prayers come from. Those who say, I don't believe in all night. Jesus prayed all night. So he prayed in the morning. Early in the morning. He prayed all night. Jesus prayed uh, when uh, uh, before he chose his disciples that's it. he prayed before he chose his disciples he prayed when he was being baptized Luke chapter 3 verse 21 he prayed at his baptism Jesus was always praying Jesus prayed after ministry when he did finish ministry he went to pray he didn't you see some of us we are good at praying before ministry which is good but Jesus prayed even after ministry, in Luke chapter 5, verse 16, he redrew himself and went into the mountain to spend time praying. Jesus prayed at the Mount of Transfiguration, Luke chapter 9, verse 28. Jesus prayed when he was alone. He prayed when he was his, with his disciples in, in, in the book of Luke chapter 9, verse 18. He prayed when he was alone and he prayed when he was, it happened. And as he was alone praying. So he prayed when he was alone and his disciples joined him. He prayed when he was with his disciples. Jesus was always praying. He was a prayer warrior because prayer, a little prayer changes a lot of things. Jesus prayed after supper. In fact, John chapter, John chapter 17, he prayed the whole chapter. It was after supper. He started praying. Hallelujah. Jesus prayed for Peter. Jesus prayed for little children. Can you imagine? Matthew chapter 19, verse 13 to 15. He, pray, he laid his son. The Bible said, he said, let them come. He laid his son and he prayed for little children. The disciples said, let them go. He said, no, let them come. And then when they came, he laid his hands on them and he prayed for Jesus prayed for little children. He prayed. He prayed for Peter. Luke chapter 22, verse 32. He said, but I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail. 
on the cross jesus prayed matthew uh, luke chapter 23 verse 30 uh, t- uh, 34 on the cross jesus prayed he was always praying jesus prayed with, uh, at table when they were about to eat luke chapter 24 verse 30 when they they took the food he prayed and it came to pass at the start of me and took that he blessed and broke it he prayed Jesus was always praying because you can't do without prayer. And then in Luke chapter 24, verse uh, verse 30, when he, verse 50, when he was going up, he was praying, blessing them as he was going up. He lifted his hands and you see, he lifted his hands and blessed them. He was praying when he was going. In John chapter 14, verse 16, this is very interesting. Even when he went to heaven, he was still, he's still praying in heaven. Yeah. He said, I'll pray the Father, and he will send you another diamond. He said, when I go, I will pray him. So when he went to heaven, that's why the Holy Ghost came, because he went and continued praying. Jesus was always praying. So he told his disciples in Luke chapter 18, verse 1, that men always ought to pray and not to faint. You can afford to faint. Please, I know you don't have a very active prayer life, but I think it will be advisable through this fasting. Please, it is not just starving. It is fasting and prayers. God doesn't, I like the way Bishop Oye Debo puts it, God doesn't answer fasting. He answers prayers. <laughs> so if you remove prayer from your fasting, I think you are not doing yourself good service. And so sometimes you, because of your maybe activities and your living condition, you might not have enough time to pray the way you should. So when it's 6.30 and we start the prayer, join and let's pray. Join and let's pray. 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 MC Hammer, he said, we got to pray just to make it a day. That's why we pray. <laughs> we have to pray. 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 When you are in trouble, pray. When you are happy, pray. Pray always. Pray without ceasing. Second, First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17. Verse 8, yeah, 17 and 18. Pray without season. Pray, verse 17. Pray without season. Mm-hmm. Pray without season. Pray without fail. And in, in the book of Colossians chapter 4, I think verse 2, he said, continue in prayers. Continue earnestly in praying, in prayer. Continue in prayer. We don't have to stop it. That is why the apostles, he says that we will give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. Pray, pray. Peter was therefore kept in prison, Acts chapter 12, chapter 12, verse 5. But prayer was made by the church unto God for him. Today, that was our reading, isn't it? He said, Peter was kept in prison, but the church prayed. Church, pray. Jesus said in the book of Mark, chapter 11, I think verse 17, said, my house shall be a house of prayer for all nations. My house shall be called, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. Everywhere people gather for God, there must be prayer going on. There must be prayer. Two things that matter in church life, they're two, not even praise and worship. Praise and worship is very important. Yeah. But there is something that matters in every church life that determines the health of a church, that determines the move of God in a church. It is prayer and the word of God. So the apostle said in Acts chapter 6, we will continually give ourselves to prayer and the ministry of the word. Those two things, if they are in place, you'll be your, your, your destiny will be in place. If those two things are in place in your life, your life will be in place. Because they are crucial. That is why he said we should pray. Let me give you one more scripture. And then we, we pray a short prayer. 
The Bible says, Jesus said that if you abide in me, this is serious. John chapter 15 verse 7. John chapter 15 verse 7. He said, if you abide in me and my word, you see the word of God there, and my word abide in you, you will ask whatever you desire. He didn't say you may. If you are working with Jesus, prayer comes automatically. If you are working with Jesus, he said, if, if, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Answered prayer, the secret to answered prayer is our work abiding in Christ and the word of God being in us. That's the secret to answered prayer. That's the secret to answered Did you hear the guy's telling He says that since I, t- I took God serious the whole year, I've stopped. I- I've-, I've not had the pornographic edge. It's left me. Because to- See, you are struggling with some things because you haven't taken God serious. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are struggling with fornication because you haven't taken God serious. You are not a bad person. No. You are a good person, but you haven't taken God serious enough. Yeah. 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 You know I'm talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me. I'm talking to you. Don't put the camera off. I'm talking to you. Yeah. 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 You haven't taken God serious. That's why the pornography is not stopping. That's why the fornication is not stopping. That's why this spate of anger, anger, bitterness is not going. You haven't taken God serious. Because in Christ, some things won't survive. If you are in Christ, you are, you are free. You are free from the hold of some things. He said, if my word abides, if you abide in me, and my word abides in you, then you ask the Father. You will ask what you desire. I told you what? God is not interested in what you want. Who told you God is not? God is, my brother, my sister. Heaven certainly is interested in what you want. What you desire. What you desire. Said so you will ask, you will ask what you desire. And and it shall be done for you. He said that if you abide in me and my word my words abide in you, then you shall ask that my and my words abide in you. You will ask what you desire. We are about to petition God. First John chapter 5, verse 14. He says, This is the confidence we have in Him that when we pray according to His will, He hears us. And we know that if He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of Him. There is a petition you have to make before God for this year. Don't be afraid. That's what the Lord spoke to me to tell you. He said, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, so you see, and turn from their wicked ways. So we there are things that as you are believing God for, you are also making a commitment that God no more that way. I won't do that for that thing. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.